And hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Anthony. My name's Knight. And today is our special guest. Hi, guys. I'm John. You can check out my YouTube channel at NewBloodX69. Wait, wait for the plugs till the end, man. Well, anyways, yes, this is our guest right here, John. John Adams Perez. He's our buddy. And, uh... Yeah, we'll just get right to it. We uh, we had two 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 weeks off, so we pre-recorded some episodes. So we have a lot to talk about for recently watched. And uh, I'll get started. Over over the the two week break, I I binge watched all the death the old Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson, and that was pretty awesome. I like uh, I liked it. It was the first one is it's like the quintessential revenge movie that most of them like. You watch John Wick and all yeah. that. They're they're basically structured and based off of but as it got like progressive or like further further along in the series yeah uh charles bronson obviously got older and it turned almost like you know how the tanked fran taken franchise yeah is just like like an old dude being invincible yeah it was like that but imagine like it's the 80s and everyone's doing drugs or whatever so it's just <laughs> funny it's so funny and uh i had a good time with that did you see the um, the remake? I, no, I did not watch the, the one with Bruce Willis. The Bruce Willis one. I, I, I said only the old ones. Night. Oh, sorry. Well, I I watched based off our Christmas podcast. We talked about a lot of Christmas movies, and then one I realized that could be debatable was Die Hard. Yeah. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So I, I watched Die Hard. It's pretty good, you know. I think the pretty reason good. why it's great. why why it's a classic is because it's just a normal man, you know. Mm-hmm. A normal man who just wants to do the right thing, and I that, I think that story resonates with people. Yeah. What about what about you, John? You, oh, you watch really? any action movies? No, actually, no, no, no. I watch this romance movie. It's called The Anthem of the Heart. Colin knows about this one. It's about this girl. The, he, she's the one that caused her parents' divorce. So, one day, as she was when she was little, she was regretting how much she caused her her parents trouble. So her dad moved out because he was found out cheating. And so a small egg came up to her and just zipped her mouth. So, so all what? throughout her life, she couldn't talk at all until that one moment. There's a guy who was like, "Why don't you just sing?" And he was, she was like, "Wait, you're right. The egg cursed me, so I could not talk. But if I sing, it's possible for me to talk." So therefore, she started singing. But then one day again, the egg just talked to her. You, you broke the rules. You swung. You spoke. You found a way around it. But now, now the egg, I'm gonna crack. And the egg that was it's basically her guilt it's <clears throat> it's it's the manifestation of her guilt and and then the movie was pretty sad but overall it was a pretty musical movie and there, there's some more stuff to it but i don't want to spoil it to anyone that would want to watch it it's called the anthem of the heart but yeah that's pretty, pretty much the premise of it i definitely recommend it it's a good story about how how someone someone can probably help you and and it may seem like love but at the end it's just pity I, I haven't heard of that. I'll, I'll probably check it out. But I, I like that idea you were saying about uh, our manifestations of, uh, or the mix between empathy and sympathy, and 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 how that line can kind of get murky, you know. But uh, I think what we've all been talking about are some interesting things. Uh, well, I guess I've watched so many things over the break, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just list it off the top of my head. Uh, whatever. Give, give each one a rating. We need, we need a rating system. Ratings? I don't I don't like ratings that much, man. Ratings are like, like like let's let's make it pass, consider, and recommend. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> very original. Yeah, right? thanks. Thank you. Well, I, <laughs> I, I watched a few Coen Brothers movies. Uh, I I uh, I rewatched The Big Lebowski. Definite recommend. Uh, I I watched Burn After Reading for the first time. Also recommend. It was it was so funny. I thought it was hilarious. And then I rewatched No Country for Old Men. Also would recommend that. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched this movie Upgrade, which came out uh, oh, yeah. in 2018, as a good little sci-fi flick. I saw I saw Upgrade too over the over the winter. It was I good, said, right? Yeah, really good camera work. Dude, that's yes, it is. And great, great, just action action choreography it, altogether. It's, it's, yeah, they went so. F- Do you think they sped up the footage when they were fighting, or they just went that fast? Nah, they probably sped it up a little or something. Or, or you know, you, you should just bring the frame rate down a little bit. It, it makes everything just seem a little faster. I got you. Um, people say that's a better Venom movie. Yeah, it, you, it, 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 it pretty much is. The funny thing is, like, uh, the guy, that main actor, Logan Marshall Green, he looks he looks very similar to Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> you see Upgrade, John? No, I've never seen that. <laughs> Dang. Well, oh, well, up. 
bringing back this back to Death Wish, you know, they're basically upgrade is like like a, a sci-fi version of, of Death Wish, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm got I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys like you guys got to see Death Wish. It's basically like any revenge movie you've seen out there. It's 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 the one that it's began like the temp- it all. the template. Yeah, uh, I got you. There's there's probably ones before, but uh, yeah, and I don't, I think that revenge movies, I guess, it's it's almost like wish fulfillment, and 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 uh, when you when you really look at the 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 sort of uh, uh, I guess ideas and philosophies of being a vigilante and all that, it's sort of a uh, it can be taken either ways. You know, you got you got Batman who who's a uh, dark and greedy and all that but in a lot of cases it's is you're just you're you're a psycho you know uh-huh. if you want to be a vigilante you know that speaking of revenge movies i watched john wick 2 it was pretty good i like how they expanded the world but i don't think it lived up to the 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 beauty of the first one the first one was just just really good there were some interesting kills in this one but uh one critique i have of john wick 2 is that it, it felt too much like a video game you know, he was just going through and he just shot everyone perfectly every single time. I know that's like the persona of the character, but it it felt a little, you know, video gamey, like just shooting mindless zombies like that you don't care about. There were some uh, interesting fights with I don't know the actor's name, but this black dude. Common. Yeah, and he's a rapper. They they said um they built a relationship with just like two word like two exchanges of dialogue. And then that built their relationship. So I was pretty interested with that. And I'm excited for the third one. Because they set it up really good. He's on a horse. <laughs> He's on a horse. Uh, I also watched uh, Searching. Which is one of those uh, very niche films with... Uh, there's only three right now, I think. Unfriended, Unfriended 2, and then Searching. <laughs> the, the the computer screen movies. Yeah. But it's all from a computer screen. But this one is actually done well. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the Unfriended movies? Do you? Uh, I, the first one was a little cheesy. The second one, a little cheesy too. Uh, it's just like normal scary movies, I guess. It's not really that life-changing. Except they introduced the computer screen aspect. And Searching, searching was pretty good. The mystery was pretty good. Uh, the acting... I forgot his name. You know his name. John Chu. Yeah, he he was good. I, or John, it's his first name's John. He's he's Harold. He's Harold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm interested where this computer Cho. screen. Mo- John Cho. This uh, these comp- uh, computer screen movies go, because you know it gives a whole new perspective to the the art of filmmaking. You know, I guess you could say perspective. Well, I think, and uh, yeah, I I guess uh. Those are the sort of things. That it feels almost like a, not like a gimmick, but like, uh, like you said, I guess perspective. That that kind of reminds me of. I also watched over the break of the Black Mirror movie Bandersnatch. Mm, yeah, which is also a sort of thing like that. Have you heard? I of this watched movie, that John? too. I watched no, it too. I've not actually. It, it's a, wow. It's 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 basically like a it's, it's like a, a choose your own yeah. adventure sort of movie. So um, yeah. like basically uh, throughout the the film, if you could call it that, uh, it is a film. A second point of view film. Uh, basically, uh, like throughout the movie, like the the char- the main character will be like brought uh, like a decision he has to make or whatever, and then at the bottom of the screen, uh, the viewer us we get to decide what he does, and and then it's basically like a puzzle, and you're trying to get to the end, and but there's all these like alternate routes or whatever and all, and all that, and basically, or at least what I thought of it was it was it's a cool experiment, not really. Uh, yeah, revolutionary. Yeah, but the only thing was that, that made it really work was that it was from the people, the Black Mirror yeah. guys, because and they're obviously they're good at that like mystery weird stuff. No, actually, I'd call it revolutionary, since uh, it, it it is revolutionary, but sure. not in the sense where like it's gonna change anything. This is gonna change the game, you know. I, I get what you mean. It, it, it's like it's like hardcore Henry, right? I guess I guess first ever like POV movie. Yeah, I guess, but it didn't it didn't change anything because it, it wasn't that. Good. It is revolutionary in the sense it's just because uh, if there's if there's multiple different endings, there's if, at least two different endings to the story. That, that, that's two different endings people can enjoy, which means they could increase the movie price because there's, there's two different endings they could pick. Well, actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, you know the, the board game Clue. They made a movie. Uh, Oh yeah, and the, it had like three different endings, yeah, right? Three different they showed endings. in the theaters. Yeah, yeah, and so like you would you would go to a different screening and have a different ending. I love Clue. I've seen that a lot. Um, speaking of like choose your own adventure stuff, I I don't like the way Bandersnatch did it, where it's what like do you mean? Uh, when you choose your own adventure, right? Or not? Or like when you make choices in the in the movie, 
the second point of view, the choose your own adventure movie, whatever Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 storylines you go down don't really have anything to do with each other. If you think about it, like, uh, it would be endless if it was an actual choose your own adventure. Obviously, so they do have to put some constraints on it. But I think it's more like with most Black Mirror things, it's more of an ideas thing, and with that one. Uh, at least what I got out of it, it was just dealing with the philosophies of free will and determinism. Yeah, and 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 putting that into the constraints of how we uh, view uh, video games in general, and and the sort of features with that, which I guess plays into the entire feature of a choose-your-own-adventure sort of movie. Uh, so I thought that was interesting, but overall, I'd give it. What, I, what was your I, rating? I, I forgot. I, I'd, how I'd your consider it. it. Uh, that, I'd consider it. Right, so it, it's it's pass. pass. Consider, consider recommend. recommend. Okay. Okay. So, I got we got that from. Uh, I'm reading this book. He got that. He stole that. <laughs> I stole it. I took creative liberties with it. Um, we got it from a break. Uh, breaking into screenwriting book that I'm reading, and basically they said uh, script script readers they give scripts either, uh, a rating of pass, consider, or recommend. So. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's the story behind that. Yeah. What what books are you reading? Uh, Anthony, I just finished reading or rereading uh, a children's novel by the name of *The Strange Case of Origami Yoda*, uh, with intentions of adapting it into a something. But uh, I forget that sometimes those kids' books aren't—they're they're not that good. But I still enjoyed reading it, and it's basically just about uh, these these sixth graders who are bewildered by this this one. I guess I'm doing air quotes right now. Weird kid. Who has an origami Yoda and gives advice to people? Uh, other than that, I've been just reading uh, different film making books. You would call them uh, this one called DSLR Cinema. This one called this one. I'm grabbing it right now, listeners. Very well, yeah. filmmaker 365, which basically it has it gives you a different little tip for every day. I guess this is like taking a dump or something and you have this book right there and it's like oh daily dump alright December 17th thank you and yeah they're pretty interesting I, I like I like uh, learning about that sort of thing you you uh, you re- you're reading a- any John uh, you're reading any uh, John's book yeah hmm? I've been reading uh, <laughs> this book called The Scholar's Reincarnation basically he was uh, it basically starts out with his past life saying he was, uh, he was a martial artist but one thing he did not approve with during that life was the fact that he, he committed murder uh, multiple times so but then he was basically a martial artist god and people were trying to take him down so one one day someone actually just finally took him down took him down so and then he re, he he reincarnated uh, into a, a baby and then he had to step by step go into relearning everything that he learned from the past life he basically had to wait for his body to mature to do anything, do anything, but this time he just wanted to change the fact that he committed like multiple murders with the with the with a bad intent. But this time he just wanted to do it for the intent of justice. If he was that was to kill anyone, back so to I, revenge. I, yeah, it's like the Death Wish movie. I haven't, I haven't finished <laughs> reading the whole thing, uh, but so far he just he's wrecking everyone. Is it pretty good? It's pretty good. It's pretty wait, good. wait, the system. What is it again? Wait, I got well, it. It's pass. Consider, consider recommend, recommend. Uh, I definitely recommend it's called The Scholar's Reunion Reincarnation Scholar's Reincarnation Scholar's Reincarnation it actually sounded pretty interesting from the description you gave it okay any any other movies you watched Anthony over the break yeah a lot <laughs> well those are just some I watched at home I I went to the theater a few times over the break I saw I saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse obviously yeah, yeah. I saw Aquaman I saw oh. Bumblebee I saw Vice yep what did you think of Vice I liked it. it it's pretty. It <laughs> it's pretty divisive, but I liked it. Uh, Adam McKay of Anchorman and Step Brothers fame again steps into the world of politics and whatnot from his last movie, The Big Short. And uh, really, what sells this movie, or at least what sold it for me, was uh, uh, the performances. I thought Christian Bale, he was great. Yeah, he won a Golden Globe for it. I like the speech for that, by the way. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it, it, and it's not just like, you know, in those movies where like they, they put on the makeup or they gain weight or whatever. But no, like, yeah, he actually like, I felt like he, he became him. Yeah, you, you felt his presence on the screen. But also I liked Amy Adams. Uh, I liked uh, Sam Rockwell and, and all them. And I, I also liked uh, uh, 
well, this is where I guess the device part, where it's kind of so-so, or or Adam McKay's approach to just exposing, or or, or I guess quote unquote dumbing down politics for for an average audience, and yeah, and, and I just like the I like the insights he had into it, and how uh, even though you can obviously tell that he did not, he doesn't very much care for Dick Cheney, uh, you can he didn't just make him the devil yes Christian Bale kind of said <laughs> oh yeah uh, Bumblebee was very good is that Isaac still anyways C- cert- certified fresh it was it was very good uh, and honestly what, what uh, I hope I hope because it didn't do as well as obviously all the other Transformers but I hope they continue in this new vein of of with Travis Knight in charge really Focusing on characters and uh-huh. not spectacle, and that's what I just had to say about uh, <laughs> the Transformers franchise. I liked, I liked the first one. I was very, I was young, so I guess yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't watch the last one that came out a few years ago. I saw it was like two hours and forty five minutes, and uh, I remember sitting through number four when it was that long. And my dad and I, yeah, starting to get antsy around just <laughs> ninety minutes in, so we skipped that one, and then uh, saw this one, and then Aquaman. Aquaman yeah. uh, for me or it was pretty divisive at least among my family mm. and I think I, I was the one that liked it the most but the reason I liked it was because like all the I, cool camera stuff or yeah yeah well it's, it's a visual spectacle yeah. and on just that level alone you can you can appreciate that and on uh, and all that but I, I guess the film as a whole like I, I've told this to people before but I, I'd equate it to like like a good a good like like a like plate or <laughs> serving of nachos you know uh-huh. It's like it's it's junk food. It's not that good for you, and it, it's it's whatever. But it's 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 so cheesy and and so good, you know. Like mm, nachos right now, and that's what I thought of it. It it, it reminded me of like Power Rangers and Indiana Jones, and it it was it was funny sometimes unintentionally unintentionally, but I don't think to its downfall. It, it held it, it to its benefit at least for me. But I could see where people would have problems with it, and uh. uh I saw, oh yeah, I saw um, uh, Mary Poppins, the new one. Oh, I saw that too. What did uh, you think? Not, not as good as the original, but what, what you gonna do? You can't, you can't beat a classic like Mary Poppins. Yeah, I guess what I could say about this one is that I, I, it, it, it wasn't one of those self-aware, cynical approaches, which yeah. is what they do with most, like continuations with franchises or uh-huh. reboots or whatever. And it was a really, uh, I guess, like heartfelt story, story, you know. Um, which I, it did put a smile on my face. But there was there was one line yeah. at the end where he's like, uh, where the the dad he was, after they were in the balloons and all that he he was like, a, oh yeah, the, uh, the up song. Yeah, yeah, but he he just said something so so just like funny like, I've I've never felt that happy in my entire life. But he I don't know how I can't describe it. I have to look it up. But uh, yeah, that one I say consider. Yeah, uh, my. I didn't like the whole topsy scene. Like, what's what's the point of that? It didn't get the plot anywhere. It it well, just included both, Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I guess with musicals, I generally like, uh, if if I were ever to make a musical, I'd have trouble like uh, deciding. Yeah. Like, well, my how I rate musicals is not really like how good the movie is, but is the, is the soundtrack good? Because mm-hmm. that that's really what it's about, the music and like the greatest showman. I love the soundtrack. Movie, so-so, but I like it because of the music. But this Mary Poppins one, I only like one song. All the other songs are whatever. Don't really care. And uh, I, I like the the Underneath the Lovely London Sky. So that hooked the movie for me. And then I was disappointed. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I would say... I would say pass. Since yeah. you're talking about musicals, uh, the movie I was talking about, The End of the Heart, that's that's basically the musical I was talking about. And so that's a musical. Yeah, it was yeah. A musical. You don't remember you said so. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what happened in the musical is that she, it was basically it was basically telling her story, but how she imagined it from her head, but what she had a different pers- uh, perspective towards what was yeah, what, what the people were, was actually was that, what the people were seeing, and and her musical was at, like near the end or no actually no, it just. He has revealed that it was actually what she thought her musical was. Is there any good songs in there? Yeah, I think there were pretty some. There, there were pretty good songs. I think honestly. Okay. Uh, I could talk about um, another book I read actually. <clears throat> oh, you're reading a lot of books. Yeah, it was, it was called uh, "I Sold My Life for Ten Thousand Per Year," and one one day this guy was just 
he had basically had a useless life. He was well, well he was what, what, about twenty something, and he just he was buying he was buying some books, and the old man was like, "Yeah, are you sure you you have any like rights to live? You you want to you keep one to live? You want to? I, I I could you know, he the old man at the shop basically said, uh, "Are you struggling with life? If you're struggling, then there's there's a shop I know that you can you can sell your li life to that buys lifespan, time, and or health." And so he checked them out, and the woman, the woman there was like, "Which, what, what are you gonna try to, what are you trying to sell? Your lifespan, your time, or your health?" And so yeah, I'll, I'll buy. You can take my lifespan. You can, you can take everything but three months. And so that's where it happens. He got. So if he still wanted to keep, so then his life was, was, uh, was evaluated on the estimated price, and the whole, the whole price was three hundred k. And he was like, "It's either you get the three hundred k now and." And reduce your life to three months, or give us your life, and we can, you can keep living, but at a, at certain with certain rights for ten thousand per year. So right there, he just took the three hundred k, and then just, he just left there. And over time, he so he sold. So it was revealed that it was, he only had 30, 30 years left. But within within the three months, what what was supposed to be thirty years of his life became became even more relevant to him than what what would happen in, in within those months so what, he valued the three months more than what, what we could have had the, the, uh, during the 30 years huh. uh, yeah but that's a pretty interesting concept yeah you're reading books with these really good yeah, all the concepts and and yeah they're really big ideas that really really focus on I guess the human so experience basically <laughs> like in the last month he it, it, it even read in the story. His last thirty days was even more valuable than in la than than what he could have lived with the, the last thirty years. Hmm. So one month was a lot better. Than 30 years. What what that reminds me of is this good movie I watched not recently, but it's this one with Justin Timberlake and it uh it's the time one. Uh, in time. Yeah, that's and they have the, the time on the their wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that that's what your story reminded oh. me about. And I feel like that that movie's just a little like. Underrated. I thought it was really good, but I was a kid, so I don't know. Maybe we could revisit it. Yeah, well, I we, like the whole concept of time and you pay with time and how the rich people are immortal. I like that whole concept. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about about, about our recap for a while, but I just want to say a few more things. I, I saw Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and I really, really, really liked it. Uh, I think Chris Miller and Phil Lord are just comedy geniuses. I've liked everything they've done. So definitely recommend there. Uh, I watched Inherent Vice. Um, and uh, I was a little disappointed actually. I loved Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, um, all his movies. I, I, I hadn't seen um, Inherent Vice. But uh, yeah. that I think I just need to rewatch that. But it's going to be a tough rewatch. Because uh, it's long. And it's, it's very. Uh, what's the word that you would call it? Boring. I guess no, not boring, but just I get, and this this sort of plays into the theme, but or of it, but it's in, inconsequential, you know, where scenes just, a scene needs to a next scene to a next scene, but you don't, it's it's almost aimless, you know, mm -hmm. uh, non sequiturs. Every every scene felt or every like things just felt like a non sequitur. Um, but still, it's there's interesting ideas in there, um, and it presents a, a good uh, contrast between like the physical comedy, but uh, it, it said. It had a really cool insight into, like, I guess, uh, the nature of obsession and relationships, which I thought was interesting. Um, but that one is a consider. Paul Thomas Anderson fan like myself. Uh, I still found good things in it, but I could see why it would turn people off. I watched Being John Malkovich, uh, which was also... Uh, well, was it a documentary or was it a movie? No, it's a movie. And uh, it, the director, Spike Jones. Like like Paul Thomas Anderson, I love all the stuff he's done, and uh, and uh, this is a script by Charlie Kaufman, Kaufman, same uh, same guy who wrote uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That one's really good. And uh, and uh, yeah, it, it it was good. It was funny, and uh, again, it proposed an interesting idea about identity and and relationships and. And sort of like what you were talking about with your book, John, uh, uh, our perception of time and, and how how we spend our lives, and and I, I guess I guess what that movie and, and or that book and this movie they they're kind of like uh, they're they're talking about purpose, and I guess yeah. and uh, and or I guess I've been thinking about this too, but in in life, like uh, or the, the the human human fulfillment, I guess you could uh, 
say it's not it's it's not really uh, having a purpose as much as finding a purpose. And okay. <laughs> find, finding find like finding a purpose, but also it's it, I guess like like um, contextualizing life into into something that's comprehensible, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, but I think we should move on to our next topic, which is content creation and I guess the creative process in general because I myself Knight and John here yeah we got the three YouTubers the, I don't like I don't you like don't like the term myself, YouTubers don't like calling myself a YouTuber well you make some weird like out there content yeah I guess uh, but yeah we make videos <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah but uh, in this segment we just kind of want to talk about a creative process and, and kind of this is more me I'm curious about your guys' process because I obviously know how I work but uh, can you just tell me how you guys go through it, the I guess the, the inception and con- conception of an idea and then following through in, in, into the production and creation of one okay well uh, since you've been the content creator the longest John how about you go first okay <laughs> so how it happens is it, it just starts with a random idea you know but sometimes that idea isn't really isn't mine and it's they're just like okay yeah I'm not I'm not paying him for an idea but after that I, I just go with it with the idea and how should I, I, I imagine what what the what the ending is first so mm-hmm. within that ending I know what to do so if I do like some some sort of just a, a silly video uh, yeah I guess I can talk about the that one I made so with the the choose your your own adventure video I made mm-hmm. uh, what I did is okay I'm gonna okay so the purpose of the stories that's what I thought of first so what I do first is with that idea I just nurture what, what I want to do and through that I just I just I just I always basically just film what, what I want so I, I don't really like to uh, to have a script because it just it just ruins Ruins the, fir- ruins the fun of a surprise throughout a video and while, I was, while we were filming that I was just telling them what to do and then over time it, it, the magic basically happens at the, at the video editor so at the video editor I put the clips in and I, I say what in what sequence do I want to put this in and through that what I do is I cut everything out that I don't want and the sequence yep. is basically made mm-hmm. and then it's like it's like refining a sculpture or something right yeah yeah and then after that I just basically say okay this is what I want to go with for now now I'm going to try to edit some things in and see how I can make this better like if yep. I add uh, maybe if it was a green screen that's when I actually to put the put the green screen green screen green screen yeah, yeah on. the key yeah and then and after after a while after everything is done with that uh, it looks like a, a video that's when I watch the whole video and I'm and I, and I think of myself think to myself what music would go well in this yeah. scene and then and from there I was like okay is this transition good and then over and then after that I just export it and then just, the rest is history you just upload it all right sure. you said a lot of interesting things like first off uh, I'm the same way I, I don't work a lot with scripts I want to do more yeah. scripts because it's sometimes it's a little stressful yeah when when I got to do it on the spot but uh, Again, what you said, I guess uh, the thing about why it works to not have a script is is that, and you're you're more collaborative when you when you don't have a script sometimes, you know, and and when sometimes when you're on the location, you have the camera in your hand and you have your your, your friends or your quote I'm doing quotes again actors with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you you kind of you kind of strike gold in the moment, which you you, know, you sometimes can't do when you're pre-planning with a script or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think what I can or I I'm maybe inferring this but we're all we basically find our video in the edit right yeah yeah because that I and I guess that's the the, I, the thing that happens yeah. when you don't have a script that you yeah. need to find it in the edit which I found really interesting but um, I guess the most thing that differed from you from you and I I guess in our in our processes is, is I guess uh, the conception and inception is the endings because like for me it, it it varies what 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 comes to me first because sometimes it's sometimes it's the middle that comes to me, I guess, and, and yeah. I, I don't know how to start it or end it. I just know that I want this to happen yeah. in there, you know. Or sometimes, yeah, a lot of times I'll just have the a beginning, uh-huh. and like, yeah, I don't know where to go from there though, and so I, yeah. I just like put put that to the side. And not a lot though do I come up with an ending because usually I think if I have a cool ending, it's actually just like, uh, I don't know, cliche or, or just mm-hmm. a little cheesy. But um, yeah, you guys have okay. So, I've never really made uh, an actual video I've ever planned out. <laughs> you know, most of my videos is just like, 
oh, I guess I'm recording, let's make a video, you know? I've never made a shot list, a script, or even, like, I guess I've had generic ideas. So, all my videos start with, with music. So, I have, like, a giant list of music, and I choose, I, I, I save music that gives me an idea. Like, an, an, an idea for a video. Like, this one song would give me, a, uh, that would work really well for, like, a first day of school video. Or this one would work really well for a training montage, you know? And that, so I just put all those in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I have just a giant bank of lists, you know, of video ideas. Yeah. So one day I'm just like, today's the day. And then I just do it. And then, in, in the end, like, when, during post, uh, well, during shooting, during the day... I just shoot as much like b-roll and as much um i guess you would say like actual footage mm -hmm. uh, as possible yeah, you're, of all of us i think night's the one where you would say he gets the most coverage yeah I, it's i edit like two hours into like 10 minutes but i just i just do that because i have no idea what i'm doing i just, i really find it just in the edit literally the edit is what makes the video because during the filming there is no video. I'm just recording random stuff, and I just have have some ideas that I, I want to try and do. Maybe I'll work in like an improv uh, transition into the camera work, but that's pretty much as far to go as it goes. All the like productions or like videos I've actually thought through and like made or like purposely made, you know, mm -hmm. it's all fallen through. So like, um, I made. A first day of school video, right? Oh, really? Didn't do it because oh, I, I planned with, it out. The, the, the bricks and, I, and all the faces? No, 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 no. That, that's one of them. But I, I made a first day of school video, like, talking about what I think about the first day of school. And I planned out stuff and I did everything. I shot it all, deleted it all. Once I started editing it, <laughs> I didn't like it. So I just trashed it, you know? Same thing with the faces. <laughs> I planned it out a lot. And I filmed it all. I made the whole thing trashed it you well, know see, um, I'm, I'm just not i don't think i'm happy with the thing i also made a like a, a new year's thing i framed it it took like an hour to frame it was really good framing i was surprised with myself that the, that one taught me how to like set up a scene you know because it was just going to be my head talking for like majority of it and and that one it was just it just took it, it was too long of a video it was a half an hour so i i didn't like it so mm -hmm. trashed well, it <laughs> you see, uh, with with that, uh, I think that's where it comes in. Where um, part of, I guess, being a, a again quotes YouTuber slash content creator is let's you, let's just say content creator. Uh, I, I think you get triggered by people calling you YouTuber. Yeah, I, I get I get triggered by like I just get I don't know I get embarrassed. The, the stigma around like, it. Anything I just say I say I make videos, so uh, uh -huh. I don't say I'm a I YouTuber. I stream models. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, what was it? Sorry, I lost my train of. Oh yeah, so like the thing about I guess when you when you're being a content creator and making videos and that you need to give yourself room room to I guess like when I was saying explore ideas through. But um, uh, for me at least I, I've always at least followed through to to a certain extent. Like I I make a, a fair amount of stuff, but I don't post it all on my channel or whatever. I, I have a little outlet on uh, my Instagram. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. For some things that I I, I do. And what I like about that is, a lot of time, uh, I I finish it and uh, I I just put it out there. I don't know if anyone actually really watches it yeah. or not. You know, they just, they just scroll through. But you, you just I, I, you I, don't care. That's I, not I the just, point of it. Yeah, I just got it out there. And um, but with okay, I forgot what I was saying before. But basically, what I was getting to was that I think when we're, when when you're exploring ideas, I guess um, for for me at least, uh, what what helps me at, at least uh, is deadlines. And that's what I was getting to. Where like, when I wanted to tell you, night, like when when you're making your videos and 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 you, you see that it's kind of like crap or whatever, like you should have at least some sort of outlet for that. Yeah. Or, or give yourself a deadline. Like yeah. what, what I do is these. Sometimes I do challenges uh, for myself. Yeah. Like uh, I went I went to this drum major camp thing, and so every day I would record a little something, edit it, and all that, and 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 post it that night. I, I do these little challenges for myself. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so okay, I, okay, I yeah. did these little challenges for myself or whatever, and I did another one. We had this mattress fundraiser, and I think the the cool thing about deadlines, for at least for me, is is sort of what we were talking about, where we have no script and we're finding it in the editing and all it, that. Deadlines, they, and this is with anything when you procrastinate, it, I guess, and it, I guess it for, forces you to 
be creative and improvise and yeah yeah in in a way that i i don't think i would be able to think on your feet when you when you almost have the freedom like i, I i've thought about this for like sometimes you have when you have the freedom to do anything you end up doing nothing right uh-huh and it's the same thing i think the benefit of deadlines or it goes with the benefit of deadlines and um you guys uh, both brought up some interesting things about music that I thought, uh, or at least I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, for for me, um, um, music uh, is not. I never find it at the very end, like like you, John. It it it's, it usually I have a song that I want to do already, and yeah. that or like you said about the mood, mm-hmm. and um, or what I what I end up doing is. As I'm editing, I'm I'm look I'm listening to music or, mm-hmm. or looking for music too that fits with the sort of tone I, I make I'm seeing it come out to, so that I, I edit to the music. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I or as much as possible. I, I like to edit uh, to the music. I think it gives um, editing a nice rhythm, uh, the same way that obviously music has. And um, yeah, uh, I want to I want to do stuff like we were oh. saying more. I want to plan more. Plan yeah. Planning just seems like the ultimate way to be stress-free because sometimes, like, yeah, you in have these the security blanket under you. I feel like I'm, I'm just like holding up a brick. Oh, but uh, I feel like having a plan and like maybe a script or a shot list, maybe, um, maybe it'll make it worse for you because now you have this all planned out. What happens when that plan goes wrong? No, see, what, you have no idea what to do. No, what I uh, to put this in, I guess, context of like jazz or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I think. Planning and, and like shot list in a script is almost like chord progressions for you to improvise around, you know. Uh-huh. But I, you still have because what happens to me sometimes is when I'm just going like, all right, this, this, this. Uh, let's shoot this. Let's shoot this. Let's shoot this. I'll end up forgetting a scene, and, and then I'm editing, and then I remember, oh, I forgot to do that. So then I have to rework uh, the video in my in the edit. Um, but what I want to next, or what I want to ask you guys next, is uh, just like uh, how you go about just like I guess. Again, quotes like directing our friends and and I guess people in our videos or whatever. Because for me, I, I hate saying or I don't know why. I just I feel so uncomfortable saying the word action. And so I end up saying like, all right, go. But then like people are just <laughs> yeah. it, it's even worse. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh Jesus. Oh no, I, t- I actually I, for when I do when I do things, I actually take advantage of those moments because what I do is I basically okay. Here's I tell them here's here's the basic process of this. Do whatever you want within within the, within that time. So I'm like okay, because then because w- within that starting idea, they're gonna keep. What what I keep seeing is that they're really consistent when it comes to uh, how they act within that within that idea. So I tell uh-huh. them the idea first, and they're like okay, well, uh, I tell them maybe maybe you do this and do this. And they're like okay, we'll try this, and then eventually that's the that's the basic that's the basic uh, building grounds of how the video would work out. When it comes to film. Yeah, see, it, yeah, I like what you said about, I guess, being, being you got to be collaborative with them to make them, I guess, because um, when you just boss them around and tell them, do this, 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 first it, of all, it doesn't first of all, it seems, chemistry. on camera, it looks like they're being, pu- like, puppeteered, you know, yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem natural. Because they're not professional. And they also, they just get kind of ticked off because no one likes to be Yeah, no one likes being bossed around. And on top of that, <laughs> um, or, or I guess... I guess my process when it is uh, quote, again directing uh, is is that like I try to I try to give them a character or something to to do it off. But what I found is is that when when you put a camera in front of someone, they get uncomfortable. Um, they don't act the same. Yeah, you know, they act like they're on camera. Which uh-huh. I more and more I've been trying to at least make them embrace the fact that they're on camera, or at least make it seem like the camera's not there. Yeah, yeah. Either either one of those, which which I guess is the most tough thing for me, and we're we're. Where, where, uh, uh, I guess where I think a script would be handy for at yeah. least for developing a the sense a of sen- the line. a sense of naturalism almost yeah. you know and uh and uh what do you do night oh well, night sadly night my form of content you know yeah of all vlogging, of us night has the um, least amount of <laughs> content sorry I've killed like. Half of my videos. <laughs> that, I'm, I, I wish I could. Um, I think that's something I need to work on, not being so hard on myself. Because now these things I've made just wasted my time. No one's gonna be able to see them. I just yeah, that's why I have my little. It's just, they're gone. I should finish them and then save them. 
maybe for another day where I feel comfortable with sharing it. You yeah, know? like I listen to a lot of like interviews or podcasts or whatever with directors and screenwriters, and basically what they do is like they'll they'll make something, and if they don't like it right now, they'll just, they'll just, they'll just save it. it. They don't throw Until it away. Until the idea comes back, yeah. And then they'll revisit it. I need to it. stop. I need to stop throwing away my my things. Um, but sadly, I I've never directed like you guys. I've never. Uh, yeah, my my, yeah, my content is IRL. You know, it's not story or. Like, yeah, I guess plot. I guess what you can say is that John John right here is I guess like like the experimental one. I guess more of the more of I guess what you call the the new generation of. Yeah, uh, I barely watch movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just. Uh, and then I guess what you call you're me. You're the more standard. Me, uh, yeah, I'm like the like filmmaker, the, the classic. Uh, yeah, because you do some artsy like. I don't know film film experimental stuff not like experimenting for you to learn yeah I, I, I guess I'm the one that I experiment with film form the most you know yeah and yeah. developing I guess a voice and a style even though yeah just, just putting those words out of my mouth yeah, yeah. I just yeah yeah and then night right here I, I call him the documentarian you know like <laughs> yeah like night would not night is like I got for names like night is like Michael Moore or, or Michael Manor what's okay. his name what the, what the hell's his name? The guy who makes those. Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Michael Moore, but the, who makes the documentaries? Uh, then, are you talking about the one who made the Trump documentary? No, no, no. He made like the the he made like the the global warming docu- documentary and a whole bunch. Okay. And then and then uh uh John is like a mix between like like David Lynch where he does like some out there sort of things, but not so much cinematic and like like a. Pro- normal things and uh, yeah and and, and oh, ba- I just basically just like controlling the randomness basically yeah uh, and you then, embrace the uh, you're like uh, Pollock I basically try to make the randomness yes. look controlled yes the, you yeah you're, Let, you're like do Pollock. painters now <laughs> no, you're like yeah, yeah you're, you're like, like you're you're in between the conscious and unconscious mm-hmm. where you you could say the night is the conscious he's real and I'm the unconscious I'm the narrative sort yeah. of guy and you're you're, you're the in between you're the in between but, but this leads me to something again. Uh, I guess uh, tying it back to recently watched uh, over the break. I, I I rewatched Ex Machina for for my English class for mm-hmm. extra credit. We could analyze a film, and 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 there's a big symbolism in Jackson Pollock where uh, it's basically like the idea of, of of consciousness is is very binary, and 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 I guess our perception of life is very binary. Yeah. But I guess that's where it leads to. Like, Knight and I are the binary. I guess uh, ideas of, yeah. of 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 film. But John, oh. you're you're. You're, it's like the uh, yin and yeah, yang. Yeah, you're the yin, I'm the yang, and then John's the mm-hmm. little circles in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, do you guys have any any goals or whatever with you, when you're making something? Or I, I want to um, start making things with meaning. You know, my narratives my things, or, or just more. Oh, it, uh, narratives too. But like, I don't know, not messages like medicine movies. I don't. I don't want to do that. Just something with stu- uh, substance. substance, yeah. Substance. Something I'm I'm proud of. I'm I'm not really proud of any of my my things. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I get. It's, I get. Um, for me, I'm just making. I think I'm just making mindless content. You know, mm-hmm. content that people look at and then forget about the next day. No one cares about. Sometimes I look at my analytics just to see how long they stay throughout the video. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have you could hit a certain amount of views, but then you look. But and it's like only one the, second. One, yeah, one second. Like, oh shoot. Okay, yeah, if we're gonna get into analytics yet, um... <laughs> John's like, 10 no, second no, no, average no. watch time. Yeah, when it, when it comes to things like that, well, I'll edit, I have, in my process, I'm, in, in my mind, I think, how would this person like this video? Or, and then another part of the video, how would, I think this person would like this part of the video. Oh, uh, so like, like in, in a, almost like a commercial sense of, of thinking of what, what sells and, and how an audi- audience member would react to yeah. your thing. Because hmm, my, that's cause, pretty interesting. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, if they're, if they're gonna like this, their, their standards are pretty low. If they like this, other people will like this. Uh-huh. So based on their standards, I go, okay, I know this person pretty well. So if I make the videos, if I make the video uh, geared towards them, that means it'll be geared towards the others too. Yes, okay. I I like that sense, but in, instead of thinking of the audience member as someone to and, and making it solely for them, that and you would think that like it would it diverge. I, I I try to make things for myself, and yeah. then like I think like if I like this, there's got to be at least someone else out there uh-huh. that, that like yes. something like See, that. See, that's that's my problem right there. Um, when it comes to because I only think whenever I only think about other people, that's why you go. 
wait, what if what if these other th- this crowd doesn't like it? Then uh-huh. mm-hmm. that's that's when I get discouraged. I'm like, wait, maybe this video idea isn't really that that, that yeah. good of an idea. So I just I just trashed it. Yeah, right th- there. that's what I think about too. And then sometimes. But then at the end of the day, I just think like, there's nothing in life is universal, or there are a few things, but yeah. a lot there's, there's no, like I was saying before, life is not as binary as yeah. we say like like that, and and a lot of things are gray. Not nothing's gonna be. Which is why, likes it. Uh, I just I that's why I go with what what I feel would be cool or what uh-huh. I like or what I think is interesting at the moment, yeah. you know, and and uh, I guess that goes with just creating content in general, but like. Uh, I, I want to know your thoughts on like like what you were saying tonight about uh, um, not just, making, I guess not making stuff, but like it regrets or like things feeling feeling proud of. Because what I found is that like I can't watch the stuff that I, I first made, like it, or uh, no, in the no, beginning? yeah, or it, it's tough. It's it's tough for me to watch, and and but it's harder for me to to watch things when people want to watch things, and then like. I'm watching them watch it, you know, like oh yeah, like uh, it's very weird. <laughs> like uh, for uh, for me, it's actually the opposite. I like what I first made, but these oh days, yeah, for, I, because, I know what you're saying because now the, the I, I keep increasing the threshold every video <laughs> as the as the numbers go up. I'm like, this isn't this isn't what I started with. This isn't this isn't my yeah. Thing. You're losing your voice. You're adapting. Yeah, I'm, it's starting to adapt to where I was like, wait, I, I really don't like what I'm doing. See what um. It, it's sort of awkward watching your uh, watching someone watch your content, but what I like about that is like when you know you put in a joke, or when you get oh, into, that's the a, only, to a really yeah, good yeah, part. It, they laugh I'm when exci- they're I'm excited laughing, like, to see their reaction. You know, yeah, it's like um, I, I I saw an interview with like um Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. and then uh oh no sorry with Christoph Waltz, and he he was saying how Quentin Tarantino <laughs> Tarantino when uh when you're reading um his script. He's oh, just he, staring yeah, at yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like all giddy, like because he he loves his thing so much, and I think that's what I'm lacking. I'm I'm making things, uh, I'm not proud of. I I like making like vlogs and stuff, yeah, but I guess what, I don't know. Yeah, something's missing from me. I guess what what I was saying about that is like, uh, I had an experience last year where uh, uh, a group of friends they were we were all over and then they were watching like my very first videos and all that. <laughs> and when I was, when we were watching the other like I was like oh god, but. I guess it's when they when they want to watch it and uh, and I'm just like more apprehensive, but uh, when I when I want to uh, when I sh- when I want to show it to someone then yeah like I'm in like yeah, I want to see it. their reaction like today my friend he he wanted to see my ads that I that I made so I I, I showed it to him and I, I was yeah. just like 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 Quentin Tarantino staring and all that but um uh have you guys ever like I know night you just throw it away so you've never done it but like finish yeah. something. And like you're you're just like disappointed because like yeah that happened to me uh, and like and uh, this leads like to like I guess my idea of why why we're still making stuff even though yeah. like we know that not a lot of people watch it or whatever or, like, because you if because, you do if you do stuff in life for for other people or for the the approval of other people you're gonna be a sad person you know mm-hmm. you you do things for yourself you know um, let's say like. You do your hair every day. You don't do it because you want people to compliment your hair. You do you do your hair every day because you want to look nice. Or I, I you think, get what I'm saying. I think no. I like what we were saying before about um, or at least what I was saying about how I, I perceive. I guess just um, the meaning of life is is not to have a purpose, but to to find a uh-huh. find a purpose almost. Yeah. Where it's it's it that people sometimes they do do their hair for compliments, but that's because they there's. They're they're narrow narrow perception of, of uh-huh. or narrow minded in a sort of sense and it's experience it'll teach them to maybe do it more for themselves. Uh-huh. But uh, on top of that, like what I think of like I guess what I can uh, to compare filmmaking to is is like being like a freaking like heroin addict or something where like sometimes it's like it's like really annoying or like embarrassing uh-huh. when, when things come but when you get that hit where you you, you, make, <laughs> you make something good and then yeah. other people like it and they come up to you you're like. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to endure through whatever the other this crap is, you know. Um, but uh, I guess what 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 happened, I guess in, in my experience though, is like I, I'd make things and, and like John, I, I would think about what maybe uh, maybe other people would like this, and I'd put it in there. But then when I would rewatch it, like uh, it la- just didn't, later it on, didn't fit. no, yeah, what I would think is like. Um, I, uh, this might just be a, a problem with me, but I, 
I can't really it when I think about what other people would like. Yeah, I I'm not forming. I guess I rewatched Inception over the break too. Yeah, yeah. and and in, in that movie, uh, he he has he keeps on having visions of a wife, but he, what he realizes is that it's not his it's not his actual wife. It's just his well, he his form, for his life. formation of his subconscious formation or or, or uh, of what he thinks his wife is perception. Yeah. And so what I was what I what I would relate this to is when I would when I had make things that I think other people would like. I it's it's the, like a really thin like almost plastic shallow like perception of what yeah. those people are so mm-hmm. I don't really know if they're like that or not which is why I'd go back to just or what I why I started to just make things the way I wanted are, to because yeah. I know or I f- I knowing feel, yourself I feel I do that too mm-hmm. I I'm, I do the the things that I would enjoy watching you know mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't make it th- with other people in mind like what would what would other people find funny? I do what I think would be funny and then just hope other people find what I find funny funny too. But um what what I want to go back to is like the the camera, camera in people's faces and like how people's personas change um in front of camera and like the, the presence hate, you of actually hate being on camera. You do? Yeah, I hate being on camera. Wow. <laughs> if you watch, if you watch my videos, you, you, you prefer I'm, being behind it, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm barely in my videos. <laughs> Me too. That's pretty interesting. Well, I, the thing is though, like sometimes I just go in the camera because like I'm like I think I'm the only one that can do this right. Yeah. But between the people that are here, so uh-huh. I go in front. But, but that's but then the thing with no one behind That's the thing you. with me where it's like it's like my ego almost, you know, or like yeah, and not almost like ego in that sort of sense where it's just like uh, you, like you, sort you of like director more confidence like, in yourself than in and, others. And and yeah, and, and I'm more comfortable in I guess like. Telling myself that this is bad, we need to do it again. Than yeah. I do other people, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. When uh, when making a video, if um, if I know they're not gonna do something correctly, then I'm just gonna be like, okay, I'm not I'm not gonna go in front of the camera or anything. But let's see. I'm, I I like this challenge, so I'll, let's go with it. Let me see how far. Oh, uh, you're you're trying to find ways to make it better. Yeah. Or like and, or, and, uh, ways around it. Sometimes it. sometimes what John does, uh, or at least what what I've seen is that. You'll incorporate Minecraft to fill in, <laughs> fill, fill in the, the, the leaks. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> um, what's it called? Because people get a knack out of that. After, after, even if when it when it comes to that topic, people will just get like, okay, it's in Minecraft. It's, 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 it, it amplifies the, the 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 result of what it would have been if it was bad. But um, but I feel like being uncomfortable in front of camera. You know, you know that saying where uh, like the camera puts like 10 pounds on you yeah. people say that uh when you put a camera in front of you 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 only have 10 percent of your normal like personality or your 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 energy like yeah. it just sucks the life out of you because you know you're gonna be you're you're being watched yeah and that's the thing though like or at least with our friends though when uh when I, when i had projects and we had to show it to the class like and they were in the video they could not watch it like you know like people yeah people are embarrassed no, no one really likes to watch themselves oh really yeah. my first video uh, <laughs> in biology when when it was it was really bad so the, my friends that were in the video they just had their heads down the whole time like, yeah yeah they always had to put their heads down with their hoods on you know yeah i thought that's funny but um yeah uh what well, um i think getting comfortable in front of um like the camera it's just something you have to get used to but, by 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 doing it you know yeah and i think I, I think it's important to to put yourself in front of the camera sometimes and it'll make you better behind the camera because yeah. when you know when it's what it's like to be there and and what you want mm-hmm. as an for an actor then you can you you're better to tell them to tell them what you want you know yeah. in a way that does not seem bossy you know in a sort of sense yeah, um, that that's uh, sort of the rationale why I wanna maybe in like two years take some acting classes. So you know, they they have so, some at so the I library could, um, or the, the public trail? libraries, but uh, I never went. But I always wanted to go just to see. But. Yeah. So like, so so it just makes it easier to. I feel like as a director or like a filmmaker, you need to you need to know everything. Like so so you take some acting classes so you can talk to your actors in ways they can understand. You know, in their lingo, not like filmmaker lingo. You know, or or you learn how to write and like screenplay, so you can talk to your writer more and communicate. And I, I think you just have to know like everything, so you can have just a stronger like center. Because mm-hmm. I guess the director's the center, a stronger center and like backbone behind the whole the whole project. And I guess what I'm struggling with right now is 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 
uh, I've been I've I've been trying like you said to to learn as much about everything as possible. But what 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 happens when I do that is like I feel like no I should do this I should do this and do this yeah, yeah. and like almost like you know you ever heard like the auteurs who are like the like oh, yeah. the visionaries like I'm trying to be a visionary even though I'm not in uh, I I need to learn how to how to trust people to do what what I want or at least believe in them to do it you know like like mm-hmm. what I was saying before about having faith about in, them in front of the camera yeah things like like. Like for one of my videos with you guys, you guys helped me with the camera and stuff for my Mariner video yeah. or whatever, and and all that. But uh, it, it's that, I guess that's the thing too. I guess when, when making videos, it sometimes it's it's tough to really to really make a good production or whatever when you yeah. when you're by yourself or, uh, um, yeah. But we're we're coming. Yeah, I really hate when uh, when there's really good acting in my videos because through that I. I it, it really bothers me that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It really bothers me that there's really good, if there's good acting because then that that takes away the freedom of what my video is supposed to be because in my video I like to incorporate the the, the freedom of everything, and and yeah, that's, that's pretty much. I, I just hate good acting because because when people watch it they're like it's like it's kind of good acting but kind of not. Mm-hmm. People, people watching are like, wait, I could do this. Maybe maybe I can. It's like it, it inspires them to do maybe. Maybe they can just be on the video as well someday, cause, and then yeah, maybe they can help me too. I was just gonna talk about how uh, sometimes when people watch your stuff, they they don't know they don't they don't know how much uh, effort goes into it, you know, and that's just the way it goes. But uh, I guess we'll conclude this by saying, what are your goals for the future? Uh, what do you want to do? Night. Uh, I don't know. Uh, how far in the future? Like just just with. Short term and long. Short term. Short term. I wanna get into all the, like I wanna, ball be balling on all of my auditions that are coming up, and hopefully, I don't know, just be happier with what I make, not not throw them away like we were saying, and actually pursue things with think things I'm proud of. You know, hopefully make thing something I'm proud of, and make more. John? For me, I'd like to lower my my expectations when it comes to video. So yep. Because then I can really be more be freer, and I'd like to upload to the channel and not another channel like, like I've been I've been doing. <laughs> really. Yeah. And and then through that, I just want actually like a long term goal. I want I want 100 subs. I'm at 91 right now. <laughs> I actually just I actually lost two because of the Justin New video. But, <laughs> but yeah, overall it was it's, it's yeah, pretty, pretty close. Uh, how many you have? I'm like in the 80s or 70s, something like that. But I'd like to point out that I have the best subscriber to view ratio and video ratio. Wait, how do you know? Because I just divided. Like, you look at your views to videos and then, like, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I listeners, have... I... Uh, yeah. But I guess what I'd say no, is I'm gonna, that... I'm, I'm going to quit edit. I'm going to quit filming <laughs> after subs. And then I'm going to stream models on my Twitch. Twitch.tv slash reviewers. I don't do your plugs yet. Don't, don't just chill, man. But anyways, chill, my... my uh, I guess my goals are similar to both these guys. Like night, I want to do well on my auditions and all that crap. And then, uh, uh, like I was saying before, I want to try to adapt a book or, or something. Because I don't know, I'm having trouble. Just I feel like my ideas are stupid, so maybe I could find inspiration yeah. in that. Or maybe I won't even just adapt it. I guess I, I just I I, I want to. I want to, I guess, quote, consume more. I want to read more. I want to watch more. I want to watch more movies, but and I've been watching a lot. But I want to yeah. watch more movies like before, like nineteen seventy, like old I, ones. I want to watch more old stuff, and I want to watch more more foreign stuff too. Like uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll start with like, like Roma. Like no, I watch Roma. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Roma was good to recommend. But like 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 uh like the the. I guess classic was like Kurosawa and like Tarkovsky and Jodorowsky and all them. So I'll come back to you with that later. Uh-huh. And, and I guess for things I want to make more, you know, the first semester I was pretty busy with marching band and all that, yeah. so I didn't make that much. Um, but I, you know, sometimes you you just I just got to make the sacrifice between or divide my time so that I make yeah. stuff. Um, I forgot one biggie goal that's like really defining my life right now. Hopefully I. Get enough money for a stupid New York trip. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's like... I don't know. Because this junior year, you know, this is the first year I felt like a, like an adult. The, this uh, I, I really had to, you know, check emails, 
respond to emails, respond to random strangers and treat random strangers like uh, professionally and look for jobs and all that stupid adult stuff. My adulthood like seems 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 scary. It's okay, you're not an adult. So far, you're but not an adult so close. We have a year. We have a year. No, you're not a you're not an adult till 30. But I guess <laughs> I guess my yeah. goal for adulthood is I'd like to work in the film industry or something. I, I my dream would be a director, but I don't know if I'd yeah. be uh, I I'm I'm of quality to be yeah. a, a good director or not, but I guess we'll see. And and, yeah. and thanks thanks me. for thanks <laughs> me thanks de, me. De, de. yes night me me uh, myself I uh, if I went into the film I would more want to be either like a cameraman or a director of photography. I don't find myself heading the whole thing or writing or see, any of that. Yeah, um, like I don't think I'd be a good DP. Like I feel like. My I, I couldn't do it. So like, Knight, you can be my DP. John, you'll be my editor. And then, then <laughs> we're we should, perfect team. Actually, we should just do that now. We should just make yeah, films we like do that. that. Uh, so you're in charge of the narrative aspect. I'm in charge of the visual, and he's in charge of editing. Yeah. So I guess I'm pre. You're during. He's post. Oh damn! <laughs> All right. Well, oh, thanks um, for tuning yeah. in today, listeners. Sa- sadly, we couldn't do creative time because you sort of got wrapped up in all this. Um, well, we watched. We talk. watched a lot of. A lot of crap, and we talked about a lot. And then, thanks for tuning in today. Yep. I'm Anthony. You can find. We'll put the links in the description. But John, if you want to give any yeah, plugs, because uh, you already know Night and I are Yeah, we're, uh, uh, everything will be in the description. John, yeah, YouTube, plug. Uh, YouTube.com at uh, newblurex69, twitch.tv slash newblurex69, uh, 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 and um, yeah, I think that's all my plugs. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Uh, thank you for listening to this Cinema Rolls podcast. Ooh, a song playing right now. Yeah, we're and- dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then silent, silent fist bump.